If you're new to voice acting, this episode's for you. You're a voice actor. You're an entrepreneur. You're a VOpreneur. Welcome to the Everyday VOpreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. Your voiceover demos are your number one marketing tool, and you need to display them on your website in a way that works on any device or browser. VoiceSam is the player producers love. Plus, it offers tools that can improve your email signature, quickly create a one-page website, and much more. Sign up now at VoiceSam.com slash MarkScott and get three months of the bass player for the price of one. That's VoiceSam.com slash MarkScott for full details and to sign up. The Veopreneur Podcast. Hey, it doesn't suck. Not as funny as Conan. Not as cute as Seth Meyers. Not as smart as Colbert. But he's one of us, and that counts for something. Here's Mark Scott, the original Everyday Veopreneur. Hello, and welcome to the Everyday Veopreneur Podcast, your guide through the business of voiceover. I'm the original Everyday Veopreneur, Mark Scott, ready to give you more actionable practical advice that you can use for your voiceover business. And this episode is going to be a little bit different. I've actually got a bunch of other voice actors that are going to be giving you an awful lot of actionable, practical advice in this particular episode, which is geared towards new voice actors. I asked a question a couple of weeks ago in the Veopreneur Facebook group. If you could give advice to a new voice actor, what would it be? Thinking that For veteran talent who have maybe learned a few lessons along the way, some of them perhaps harder lessons to learn than others, I knew that they were going to have some really solid advice that they could offer to new voice actors, and I decided to compile it into an episode. So that is what you are going to get this week. Now, before we dive in, I do want to take a minute to say thank you for subscribing wherever fine podcasts are given away for free. That includes Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music, all of the different places that you enjoy getting your podcasts. And of course, you can listen to any episode anytime at veopreneur.com. I would just ask one small favor. If you get a minute, would you please leave a review on Apple Podcasts? Those reviews do help other people to find the podcast. And I really do appreciate when you leave your feedback. So take a minute to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, particularly if you found this episode helpful. One of the things that has become a bit of a passion project for me in my coaching business, is giving advice to new voice actors. Now, I work with voice actors across the spectrum, from new talent to veteran talent all the time, but I particularly do have a soft spot for new voice actors for a couple of reasons. One, I know how hard it is to start a voiceover business. I've been there. I've done that. I've lived through the struggles of trying to create something out of nothing. The other reason why it's become a bit of a passion project for me is because I know that there is a lot of advice out there on the internet. I know that on any given day, you can flip on any one of the social networks, whether it's Twitter or Facebook or YouTube, wherever you want to go, and you're going to find people that are giving you advice, that are offering advice. Some of them are giving it away for free. Some of them are trying to sell it to you. The problem is not all of them can be trusted. The challenge with the internet is that it's given everyone a platform, even people who maybe don't necessarily deserve one because maybe they're not using it with your best interests in mind. And so it can be really, really difficult to navigate the voiceover industry trying to figure out who can I trust, who can't I trust? Who should I be taking advice from? Who shouldn't I be taking advice from? What is good advice? What is bad advice? Why is there so much conflicting advice? And so that's one of the reasons why I created this podcast. 
It's one of the reasons why I have the Vopreneur Facebook group. It's one of the reasons why I offer coaching consults, giving people an opportunity to ask some questions, and hopefully I can refer them to people that they can trust. And it's one of the reasons why this episode exists. So I have reached out to a number of different voice actors who are going to share some stories with you of some of the best advice that they have learned while they have been growing their business. And we're going to kick things off off the top with not just one piece of advice, not just two pieces of advice, but actually six pieces of advice, six really good pieces of advice, courtesy of Kayla Jackson. Recently, Mark made a post in Veopreneur about advice we would give to new talent that were coming into the industry, and I made a comment about things I personally have learned over the past few years while I've been building my own career. So here's what I've got. Lesson number one, and perhaps the most important one, is always be kind. I feel like this is extremely, extremely important in everyone's career, everyone's day-to-day interactions. Whether it be with your clients, it be with other voice talent, it be with your coaches. Kindness. There's no reason to be anything different. We see negativity every day. We see it on social media. We see it in Facebook groups. We see it on the news. It's everywhere. And choosing to be kind makes you stand out. It makes you memorable. It makes clients want to rehire you. It makes voice actors want to be friends with you and want to associate themselves with you. It makes coaches happy to have you as their students. Name-calling and bullying and being negative on social media posts, especially right now when social media is our only outlet to the outside world. We're in a pandemic. We don't get the human interactions like we normally do. And sometimes what you say on social media lives with you forever. Do you really want your career and your personality branded as being anything but kind? I don't. That's not who I am as a person, and that's not who I want to be remembered as. I want to be remembered as the person who went out of their way to do something for somebody, or the person that was kind and made nice comments and said thank you too many times. (laughs) That's who I am, and it's something that I hope everyone strives to be. You never know what someone else is going through in their lives, so that simple act of kindness that may not seem like much to you could make their whole day, their whole week, And it's just, it's so important to just choose kindness over everything else. And that is my number one goal in life, is to share kindness and love and to make people smile and to shine light in dark spaces for people. Lesson number two, and this was a hard one for me, it is okay to take breaks. It is okay to allow yourself time to rest. You have to allow yourself to recharge, to rejuvenate. It took me a long time to learn that. I would work from sunup to sundown and do it all again the next day. And I was wearing myself out. And not because I didn't love what I was doing. I was too worried about it being enough or not enough. How many emails did I send? How many auditions did I submit? How many agents did I touch base with? Did I put in enough effort today? I wasn't allowing myself time to breathe. I wasn't allowing myself to enjoy other things that I love to do, whether it be painting or reading or playing video games or enjoying time with my family, playing with the dog, playing with my daughter. I wasn't allowing myself time for those things. I would wake up. I would start working. I would take a small break for a lunch, and then I'd go back to work until it was time for bed. And when I wasn't working, I was feeling guilty about being lazy. Because that's the mindset I had. If I wasn't working, it wasn't enough. 
And that's so far from the truth. You have to allow yourself time to do other things, to take a step back away from the computer, away from the emails, away from the microphone, and just be. Just be you. Enjoy things. Spend time with your family. Because time is something we never get back. Lesson number three. It is okay to find new coaches. You may work with somebody who is a great coach, who is really good at what they do, is a great voice actor, is a great person, but maybe you don't work well together. Maybe there's a huge age difference. Maybe there's different world opinions. Maybe there's personality clashes. It could be anything. And it is okay to find the people that you work best with. You do not have to feel obligated to stay coaching with that person because you feel bad or you've already started down that road with them. It is okay to find new people and to take your career in a different direction. It is okay. They can still be a good coach and not be the right coach for you. Find the people that you get the most out of the time that you share together. Lesson number four, learn how to say no and be okay with it. Another really hard one for a lot of people. This could mean taking on a project that you don't actually have time for, but not wanting to disappoint the person that you're telling no. It's okay to tell them that you have too much going on. This could also mean saying no to a job that's way under fair rate. A lot of times we see dollar signs come through and it's way more than we make in a typical day, but it's also 10 times less than you should be making. And sometimes that's hard to say no to. Because we know that money is going to put food on the table. We know it's going to pay for our new equipment. It's going to pay our car note. It's going to pay for groceries. But we have to remember our self-worth and our value and why we do what we do and why people fight for us to have fair rates, why GVAA and Gravy for the Brain exist. They exist solely because they know what our value is. And you should too. It's okay to say no. Lesson number five and another really hard one for people. Stop comparing your journey to everyone else's around you. A lot of times we see the success stories. We see the big purchases being made. We see our peers booking jobs that we auditioned for and thought we had an amazing audition. And sometimes in the back of our mind, we wonder, why am I not at that place yet? Or why have I submitted 100 auditions and booked nothing? Meanwhile, someone with the same amount of experience is booking 17 jobs a day. Each of us have such different backgrounds and unique personalities and unique stories. And we have to stop comparing ourselves and our journeys to everyone else's around us. It's often said that comparison is the biggest thief of joy, but it's also the biggest distractor of time. The time that you spend worrying about comparing yourself to other people is time that you could have spent bettering yourself, growing your career, Being comfortable and confident in who you are and the unique qualities and personality that you bring to the table. Two of my favorite quotes about this are, don't compare your life to others. There's no comparison between the sun and moon. They shine when it's their time. And the other one is, we won't be distracted by comparison if we are captivated with purpose. I've been doing voiceover for four years, and I came from a background in music. I came from a background of playing video games my entire life. I love anime and Dungeons and Dragons and nerdy things. And for me to compare my journey to someone who may have come with acting experience and has been doing voiceover for 10 years, 
it's not the same. It's it's me comparing the beginnings of my career and me growing into the successes that I want to grow into to something that they had a different walk of life. They have different experiences that they can bring to the table. And there's no comparison. There isn't one. And for me to focus on that rather than the places that I want to go, it's robbing me of the time I could be spending growing myself. Lesson number six, never stop learning and seeking education and knowledge. Ever. Just don't. There's always something new to learn. When you think you know it all, think again. There is constantly new information, new trends, new knowledge, new techniques, new marketing tools, new business strategies, always something new to learn. There is always something that you will find valuable in coaching, in webinars, in conferences. Always seek that information. Always be curious. Always be looking to grow your craft. Always be looking to grow what you have to offer. Even if you create a goal to learn one new thing every week or one new thing every month, you will learn so much. There is so much out there. There is so much information and so many different ways of learning. And it's up to you to seek it out. Otherwise, you're just going to plateau. There always has to be room for growth. There's always room for more education, more training, more coaching, more knowledge. Look for the opportunities. So let's briefly recap because there was a lot of good stuff in there. Her first tip, always be kind. Her second tip, it's okay to take breaks. Hey, every one of us needs a day off every once in a while. And that is coming from a guy who has burned himself out more than a few times in his career, made himself pretty sick as a result of it, and had to learn the lesson the hard way that, hey, sometimes you just got to take a day off. It's okay to find new coaches. And you know, I never really thought that that was an important piece of advice until I had all of these different voice actors reaching out to me saying that, They wanted to try somebody different, but they actually felt like they were cheating on their coach or they were worried that they were going to upset or offend their coach. And you should never have to think that way. And if you are working with the coach who makes you feel that way, you're probably not working with the right coach and it's time to find a new one anyway. Number four on the list was learning how to say no, particularly in the world of fair rates. If a job doesn't meet your standards, if it doesn't give you fair value, It's okay to walk away. The comparison game, so dangerous, right? Rule number five, stop comparing yourself. What you see on social media so often is the best representation of what is going on in somebody else's business. What you're not seeing is all of the hardships, the struggles, and the pain that they have gone through or are going through to get to that one great post of that one great booking. So you should never be comparing yourself. And number six, her tip, never stop learning because, hey, she's right. There's always something else out there. I'm still coaching on a regular basis, working with performance coaches, exploring new genres. I have mentors that I'm always reaching out to for advice. I never stop reading books, listening to podcasts. So the learning never stops. So many great tips. And Kayla, I thank you for each and every one of them. Now, this next tip, I think you might need to listen to this one twice only because I really want to make sure that you don't miss it. When you are moving towards a career in voiceover, particularly if it's something that you're really, really excited about, sometimes you just want to get to where you're going as fast as humanly possible. And sometimes in that excitement, it actually causes you to make some decisions that can hurt your business more than it can help your business. 
This piece of advice is so important because it's a great reminder to slow down a little. Listen to this story from Ellie Schiff. If I had to give advice to someone first starting in voiceover now, I would say do not rush to make your demo. And I know everybody wants their demo so that they can market and get an agent and all that, and that is something you will need eventually. But first things first, you gotta study. You gotta reach out to many different coaches and learn about the various genres within voiceover because there are so many. And you may fit one and may not fit another, and that's that's totally fine. You know, you gotta figure out where you fit, where you wanna work. And once you know that, you find a teacher that will help you get better and better and sharper because you are going to be competing against the best of the best of the best out there. And if you want to be competitive, you got to know what you're doing. Even if you have a great demo, if you can't live up to that demo every time you get an audition, then what's that demo going to do for you? So you got to learn, you got to study, you got to get better. And once you're better, you got to find the right director, the right producer to help you make that demo for the specific genre you're looking. And there are some great ones out there. So do your research, do your studying, get the demo later. Trust me, you will not regret it. Honestly, one of the reasons why working with new voice actors is a bit of a passion project for me is because I have coached with so many talent who have spent a lot of money on bad demos because they made a demo before they were ready. And so now they have this demo that is unmarketable, but hey, demos aren't cheap. So it's not like you can just go out and get another one produced. And so that's why Ellie's advice is so important. It's why I wanted to have it in this episode. Don't rush your demo. You absolutely do need to do some studying first. You need to work with the coach who's going to be honest with you, who's going to say, I think that you've got what it takes and I think you could do this really well. Or they're going to tell you straight up, you know what, this is probably not the career path for you, which maybe isn't what you want to hear, but wouldn't you rather hear it before you spent thousands of dollars? You got to figure out where you fit because every one of us brings something different to the table, right? Every one of us might have that one special genre that we excel in a little bit more than something else. And You know, one piece of advice that I give, which is often a a rejected and a contradicted piece of advice, you don't just have to go do your commercial demo first because that's what you think is expected. Once upon a time, that was the way it worked because in order to be able to get voiceover work, you had to have an agent and agents wanted commercial demos. That is not the way the industry works anymore, which means that you don't specifically need to start with a commercial demo. I personally did not get my commercial demo done until... Four years into my career when I was already a six-figure talent because I knew that that wasn't the first genre that I wanted to pursue. So I think that's something that you really need to keep in mind. But Ellie Schiff, thank you for that advice. Do not rush your demo. Do your research. Make sure you're ready. And make sure that you are working with someone who has your best interests in mind. And, you know, since I'm mentioning having your best interests in mind... Sometimes we think when we're working with a coach or a demo producer that they're just trying to sell us one more session, that they're just trying to sell us one more demo. And while there are instances where that is true, I want to give you another perspective. When you're working with a legitimate professional coach and or demo producer, their reputation is on the line as much as yours is. Because if a legitimate, reputable demo producer puts out a really bad demo, that reflects poorly on them. 
And so if they're telling you that maybe it's going to take one or two more sessions, it might not just be that they're trying to upsell you. It's probably that they're genuinely trying to protect you and them. And that is not a bad thing. Don't do the demo before you're ready. Now, in one of Kayla's tips at the beginning of the episode, she said to never stop learning, right? There's always something else out there to learn. And while that is very true, there's another perspective that I want you to hear. And Jenna Sharp shares it. My advice is be wary of becoming a perpetual workshop attendee. And I say this as someone who loves a good workshop, especially during lockdown. And it is great to learn new skills, obviously. But at some point, you have to put this learning into practice and show that you can make that investment back. There will always be someone in the industry wanting to teach you something or flog you something. But you can learn a lot just by doing and finding what works for you. And I think some people use workshops as a crutch because they don't feel ready to put themselves out there. Spending the day emailing potential new clients and probably getting no responses, that requires quite a bit of delayed gratification. But attending a workshop is instant gratification. You get that buzz of performing to an audience. You get great feedback. And rarely have I ever attended a workshop where someone's got negative feedback. It's nearly always positive. So if you're lacking that confidence, it feels really good. But that feeling, unfortunately, like all good things, has to come to an end. And unless you've done the boring behind-the-scenes stuff like the research, marketing, learning to use your equipment better, you're going to be left craving that high. And you might wonder, well, what am I going to do with all this free time? I know, I'll do another workshop. No, no step away from the workshop. Or if you still don't feel ready to compete in the market, then maybe consider some one-to-one coaching with someone that can give you more honest, bespoke advice and attention. And if you are going to workshop, be wary of those that allude to promises of work or getting some kind of inside track. Rarely is this ever the case. You should not have to pay to be seen or heard. I mean, really, let's face it, they should be paying you. She said something that was spoken like a true VOpreneur and absolutely warmed my heart. At some point, you need to make your investment back. That's when you're thinking like a business person and not just like a voice actor. Recognizing that you're making investments in your business, but the whole point of making an investment in your business is to create a return on that investment. And if you are a perpetual workshop attendee, to the point that you've created a failure to launch scenario... That is a problem. You know, Jenna said something that I think is really important. She talked about delayed gratification. I want you to write that one down and pin it up on the whiteboard in front of you because that is part of the problem, right? We go to casting sites because they give us instant gratification and we put off our own marketing because that's a delayed gratification. We go to workshops and and attend all of these classes and webinars and coaching sessions and buying every course Because it gives us the instant gratification of feeling like we're doing something when sometimes what we really need is to just get to work. Knowing that the gratification will come eventually in the form of a booking, it just might be a little bit delayed. And something else that I think is worth noting from what Jenna said, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. When you're reading through the offering of a coach and their sales page is is promising you riches and fame and glory and it's all going to happen really fast. That's one of those instances where it sounds too good to be true because it is true. You know, I talk about how I built a six-figure voiceover business for myself, but I'm very, very quick to also point out that it took me four years of working like crazy 
four years of working full time and then some on my business because at that time in my life, I was in a position where I could. I was a a single guy for most of that time. I had no commitments. I had nothing to do but sit in my office and market all day. Four years of working around the clock to get myself to that six-figure mark. When you see somebody that tells you you can do it in a year, guess what? They're lying. Don't be a perpetual workshop attendee. Don't create a failure-to-launch scenario for yourself. It's, It's okay to never stop learning, just like Kayla said. But you have to learn while you are also doing. That's the missing link. Not just learning for the sake of learning, but learning while you are also doing. How do I find new clients? How do I do lead generation? How do I use social media? Who do I reach out to? What do I say? How do I grow my voiceover business? All of these questions are questions that voice actors are asking on a daily basis. And all of these questions are questions that I want to provide answers to. And I do that through the voiceover marketing playbook. If you are looking to level up your business and you are trying to figure out what are my next steps, who do I talk to, where do I find them, how do I reach out, what do I say, I want to give you the answers to all of those questions. And I have done it through the playbook. The playbook is a step-by-step, easy-to-follow marketing course, about six hours worth of video content. When you sign up, you get instant access, you get lifetime access, you can watch the videos as many times as you want, as often as you want. This playbook has been created to help you become a more effective marketer, to help you to grow your voiceover business. And it is going to be available again April 6th through the 15th, 2021. That is April 6th through the 15th, 2021. If you want more details on when it is going to become available or if you want more details once it's available, visit voiceovermarketingplaybook.com. That's voiceovermarketingplaybook.com. Now, back to our show. One of the reasons why my voiceover clients keep coming back is because I'm able to turn things around quickly. And a lot of them appreciate the fact that I'm able to turn things around quickly because anything that I can do to help them get back a little bit more of their time, well, we all know that time is the most valuable resource that we have, and it is also the one finite resource that we have. But turning things around really quickly is only of value if you're turning things around correctly as well. And to explain that a little bit more with a really important piece of advice, here's Garnet Williams. So I teach at the college level, actually in the radio broadcasting course that I myself graduated from more than a few years ago. And the one thing that I always, always drill into my students' heads before they submit their work to me, their final assignments, it's all audio assignments, double check your work, triple check your work, because I'm a bit of a stickler when it comes to certain things. And checking your work is definitely one of them. I don't allow an assignment to be resubmitted, so they need to check it the first time and make sure all the I's are dotted, all the T's are crossed. And I do this because the real world pretty much works in the same way. I learned early in my voiceover career that it is vitally important that you double check and triple check your work because it's so easy to make a little error. You're caught up in the script, you're reading, and you're more focusing on the words and not what you just said. So little things can get past the goalie. You might drop a word. You might say a different word that means the same thing, not even really affecting the context of the script, but you still did it. 
With me, I transpose numbers. You get a phone number and four digits that are like 1739, and I'll very easily say 1793. And I don't even notice it when I do it. When I do notice it is when I double-check and triple-check my work. After I've voiced, during the editing process, I make sure that I read along with the script again. And this time, I'm focusing on the script and not on my performance, just to make sure that I haven't done anything wrong. After the editing process, when I mix it down, I listen to the MP3 again one more time while reading along with the script. Because you know what? It's very humbling to have a client catch your error when you could have caught it yourself. For the amount of time it takes you, it's a habit you should definitely get into, just to ensure that you're always sending out top-shelf quality audio free of mistakes. Double-check it and then triple-check it. Because let me tell you something, submitting mistakes is embarrassing and it's time-consuming for everyone. If you are not taking time to go back through and listen to every audio file before you send it, and doing it in a distraction-free environment as you follow along with the script with your finger or a pen or your mouse or whatever, chances are you are submitting mistakes, and that becomes time-consuming for everyone. Nobody wants to be in a position where the client's got to come back with a long list of things that they need you to fix for two reasons. One, obviously, as I mentioned, it's embarrassing. But two, every time you've got to go back and record again, you also have to try and match audio again, right? You have to get that exact right sound. Make sure you're on the mic in the same way. Make sure the settings are the same. Make sure you're recording in the same space, right? Because let's say you recorded somewhere else because you were traveling and now you're recording at home because it's a week later. You don't want to have to be in that situation. Always take the time to double and triple check your work because fast doesn't do anyone any good if fast is wrong. That is a great tip from Garnet, and it's one that we all need that reminder about. I still go back and listen through to every single file, even if it's a lengthy e-learning project. I go back through and listen to the whole thing following along with the script before I ever send it. Now, Kayla talked about the fact that we should never stop learning. And Jenna talked about the fact that we shouldn't become perpetual workshop attendees and, and that we get stuck in this rut of constantly learning and never actually doing. And now I've got a slightly different take on that from Lynn. And I know it probably feels like we keep covering the same subject, but the reason why I keep hitting on this subject is because there are different facets to it. One of the biggest challenges, particularly when you're new and starting out, is feeling like you are in a situation where there is information overload. And that is what Lynn Norris is talking about. I wish that someone had told me when I started that it was going to be a lot of information, like information overload. There are a million Facebook groups to be a part of. There are coaches everywhere. There are a ton of conferences to go to. There are classes to take. There are people to study with. There's tech to get. There's gear to get. You have to be on every pay to play or you're not going to get any work and you're going to be behind and you're never going to get started. And if you're behind, then you're never going to catch up. And if you don't get an agent immediately, then you're not going to be able to work. And I wish someone had just said, it's a long game. You're going to need to give yourself time to be successful. And it's like eating an elephant. And how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Just take your time, make a plan, pick a couple of coaches that you want to work with and let them mentor you on what the best path is for your time and your money. But don't feel like you have to do it all immediately. 
You don't have to have demos in every genre tomorrow or you won't be successful. It's not that. It's a long game. Make a path. Take a step. One at a time. Eat the elephant one bite at a time and move forward. Right now, everybody keeps asking if they should sign up for Clubhouse because that's the the new shiny object syndrome deal, right? It's the new FOMO thing. I don't want to miss out on Clubhouse. Even though I'm already doing Twitter and Instagram and LinkedIn and Facebook and I'm working in a couple of meetups and, and doing a couple of workout groups and I'm subscribed to Gravy for the Brain and I'm subscribed to VO Peeps and I'm subscribed to the Global Voice Acting Academy and 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 I'm doing all these things. I'm reading the the voiceover extra blog and I I listen to 18 different podcasts, but I just don't want to miss the one, you know, we've all been there, right? Information overload between socials, coaches, conferences, etc. One of the most important things to remember is this is a long game. You don't have to figure it all out overnight. If you are trying to get your business perfect by knowing every single detail, every single area, every single segment, every single genre, you're never going to get there. So you do what Lynn said. You eat the elephant one bite at a time. In my voiceover marketing playbook, I talk about laser focus. I talk about narrowing down to, to one or two things, forgetting everything else for a season. Just so that you can narrow down and laser focus into those one or two things, master those one or two things, get doing them really well, and then look at adding something else. Then look at expanding into a different genre. That is eating an elephant one bite at a time. And it's really good advice because I know what the information overload can feel like. Sometimes I think that I'm contributing to the information overload between Free Advice Friday, the podcast, what's going on in the group, what's going on on my YouTube channel. I want you guys to have good information. I also don't want you to feel like you're being overwhelmed. So you eat that elephant one bite at a time. Great tip, Lynn, and, and thank you for sharing that. Now, the final tip, this one really speaks to me. And, and like I talked about at the beginning of the episode, one of the reasons why I do this is because I want to help voice actors get connected to good people. I do 15-minute coaching consults, and, and I usually, it's not uncommon for me to do four of them a day and do that five days a week. And one of the reasons why I started doing those sessions is to help point people to the right people. Every once in a while, I'm the right person. Every once in a while, somebody comes and does a session and I'm the guy they need. But I would say more often than not, like probably like 80 plus percent of the time, I'm doing these 15-minute sessions so that I can direct voice actors to somebody else. And I don't mind giving up some of my time to do that because I don't want them falling into the trap of a predator. You have to be careful who you follow. This is really important advice from Chad Joe Peterson, and I want you to pay close attention. Be careful who you follow. And I mean this two ways. The first is just the general community. The voiceover community is filled with amazing people that have deep and vast knowledge of the industry and the craft. And one of the most beautiful things about the voiceover community is you can go into a group like this one, VOpreneur, on Facebook. You can ask a question, and within hours, you're going to get hundreds of comments, hundreds of answers to your question. But this is also a huge problem because you can get hundreds of answers from hundreds of people in a matter of hours that when you're brand new, it's overload. And just like anything in life, everyone's an expert 
of what it is that they claim they do best. So you're going to get a lot of people pretending to be experts, pretending they know you and your business, and that their guidance is going to get you to the promised land. So as you approach these various communities, these hundreds of communities that exist now, to learn more and more about voiceover and the craft, to learn for free, or just to network with the voiceover community, sit back a little bit. Be a fly on the wall. Watch the people that come in and out of the group that are giving valuable information and other people that other people are backing up and saying, yes, that's what's up. It's a form of street education, but it takes sitting back, watching, absorbing, and being patient to get everything you need out of that education. Now, everything I just talked about, those are people that have the best intentions for you and the industry, straight up, even if they're wrong, Their intentions are mostly pure, and they want to see the industry as a whole succeed and grow. Unfortunately, and just like anything else in life, there are people who want to take advantage of the voiceover community, especially newbies who don't know any better. And in the case of voiceover where, oh man, over the last 10 years, there's been so much information just poured into the world that it's easy for people to slither in at various levels underneath the pros and take advantage of those who are brand new to voiceover and trying to grow their careers. These voiceover predators are everywhere. They're the type of people that promise that you can get into the industry and start making six figures in the matter of a year or two with a USB microphone and your old high school laptop, using nothing but Fiverr and pay-to-play sites. Now, everybody starts somewhere, but when a coach promises you the moon with very little effort at all, all you have to do is pay them a sum of $20 a month, $30 a month, $100 a month, and you'll get access to their webinars and website portals and whatever. That's a voiceover predator. Now, I think the community has done a really good job vetting coaches and making sure that if someone discovers a predator, the entire community knows about it and lets you know to watch out. But for a while, this was pretty rampant. There was even one person, someone I think we like to all say is he who should not be named, who took advantage of thousands of people, taking their money, giving them a website portal access that never had any content or new content added, who was only out to raise his bottom line. This person is no longer in voiceover. They're, in fact, a coach in the insurance industry. So just be careful. Again, sit back. Be a fly on the wall. Watch what other people are doing. Absorb. Don't get caught up in the whole, I need to be a voice actor. I need to be one now. I need to make money. I get it. But that's just not how voiceover really works. And you will get there. If you love it that much, you will get there. But be patient and find the right people to help your business succeed. As someone who's already been around the block with a lot of coaching, you're listening to the right podcast. This podcast and the group that goes with it and the guy who runs it all is one of those good people. You're in the right place. In the past, I have made posts in my Vopreneur group. And I've also done YouTube videos that talk about, okay, so as an example, you're trying to figure out what you need to get for your studio. What equipment should I buy? Or what setup should I use? And you go into a Facebook group and you post it in the Facebook group and you get a hundred different responses from a hundred different voice actors, which creates a hundred times the confusion that you already had in the first place. And I will say, look, why don't you just go to the expert in the first place? Save yourself the pain, right? You got to be careful who you follow because one of the things that I have learned is that everybody has an answer, but not every answer is correct. And if you're new, trying to discern which answers are correct, 
can be really tricky. The other thing with social media, I talked about this earlier, everybody has a platform, but not everybody should necessarily have that platform. Not everybody has earned that platform. There are a lot of people out there who have created platforms because it can be really easy to do. And there's always somebody who's willing to pay for a fast track, even if the fast track doesn't actually work. So you have to be very careful. There are a lot of predators making a lot of big promises, but you got to do your research. You got to be aware. Like Chad said, you got to be so careful who you follow. If you have been listening to this podcast for a while, if you're a member of the Vopreneur group, uh, if you subscribe to any of my content, every time that I name drop a coach, a demo producer, a mentor, if I'm saying their name, it's because I trust them. It's probably because I've personally worked with them. And that's part of the reason why I do it, because I want to make sure that those that can be trusted have a little bit of extra light shown on them so that you can find the right people to work with. I actually created an ebook, and you know what? I'm going to link it in the show notes. It's, it's probably about two years old now, but still completely valid. In the ebook, it was called One Piece of Advice, and I reached out to 30-plus of the most respected people in the voiceover industry. And I said, if you could give one piece of advice to a voice actor, what would that piece of advice be? And my purpose for creating that book was actually twofold. First, obviously, I wanted to create a really valuable resource that was filled with some really great advice. But the second reason why I created it was because I was making a directory. Every single one of the people that is listed in that ebook is somebody that you can trust. Every single one of the people that is listed in that ebook is somebody that I was comfortable with other voice actors reaching out to because I know that they are good people. I know that they would never be taking advantage of talent. I know that they are not predatory coaches or predatory producers. If they were in that book, they were someone safe. And so the book became a directory. Not sure who you can trust, not sure who to talk to, not sure who you should be following. Download that ebook. Like I said, I'll link it in the show notes. It's called One Piece of Advice, and that is going to give you a really great starting point. I want to say a special thank you to Kayla Jackson, to Nellie Schiff, Jenna Sharp, Garnet Williams, Lynn Norris, and Chad Joe Peterson for taking the time to share their advice, and I hope that it has been helpful for you. You know, maybe you're not a new voice actor. Maybe you've been doing this for a while, but every once in a while, even we need reminders about some of the basics, like triple-checking our work or making sure that we're not just attending every conference, but we're putting the information to use as well. So thank you so much to Chad, Lynn, Garnet, Jenna, Ellie, and Kayla for sharing your advice. And thank you for listening. I'll catch you on the next one. The Everyday Vopreneur Podcast. Available everywhere fine podcasts are given away for free. Mostly, we think. Your voiceover demos are your number one marketing tool, and you need to display them on your website in a way that works on any device or browser. VoiceSam is the player producers love. Plus, it offers tools that can improve your email signature, quickly create a one-page website, and much more. Sign up now at VoiceSam.com slash Mark Scott and get three months of the bass player for the price of one. That's VoiceSam.com slash Mark Scott for full details and to sign up. And see. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging in. Thanks for hanging out. Want more Vopreneur goodness? Jump online at Vopreneur.com.